0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and or girls. Welcome to Fantasy Football Hush Reality. I'm your host, Greg Romero Wilson, and I'm here with the man, Dakota Prescott. Uh, Obviously, he is not the biggest story, but he is for me, for all Cowboys fans. What a game. I mean, people were doubting whether or not Dakota Prescott, rain Dakota Prescott, was going to be the man. I'm wearing his jersey right now. Big number four. He's the man. Okay. Came out with an absolute perfect passer rating, as did Todd. Tom Brady. But I mean, Tom Brady is a guy you expect that from. Dakota Prescott is not. And he came out and showed that he is here for... He's going to get the extension. He's going to get the money. And he delivered the fucking points. And listen, I don't draft... In my fantasy football games, I don't tend to draft um, Cowboys players because it just means too much to me already. And I drafted uh, Dakota uh, Dak Prescott, I think, two seasons ago. Actually, I picked him up after somebody dropped him. because I And he, he it was that season where Zeke was in and out with the, with the suspension and will he and won't he and all the distractions, and that was just a horrible, horrible season. And ever since then, I'm just like, this is why I don't touch him. Although I wish I had. God, what a game! So let's just roll through these. Uh, Houston versus New Orleans. I mean, obviously, Drew Brees had a great night, as expected. And listen, let me tell you something. When people, but, uh, okay, when people say you don't need an elite quarterback, okay, yes. You do. And there are only two guys that you don't really think about as being in that elite level that actually did well yesterday. And a lot of times the guys that they talk about as being like, you can get Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan ate a dick yesterday. But I do think we also have to remember this. And I say this all the time. And I forgot to mention it in my in my pre-show, um, in my, my uh, pre-week one preview. But here's the thing. And I think it's important to remember that – NFL first weekend is rarely reflective of the rest of the season. Yes, you see some things that you're like, okay, that's the way it's going to be. We could count on that to be, you know, with a few things. and Especially with teams that are already settled, that they're not introducing a ton of new players. That, you know, So in situations like that, you know, when you look at Tom Brady, um, when you look at the New Orleans Saints. I mean, these are guys who are basically, I mean, they played up to expectation. They played the way you could expect them to play the rest of the season. Uh, but then with a lot of the new guys and a lot of the new systems, I mean, I think we saw a lot of things that maybe are not going to be that way the rest of the season. And I want to start with a man that was absolutely Lamarkable Hmm. Uh, (laughs) Lamar. Um, Lamar Jackson, obviously, I mean, he had a lot of hype. He had a ton of hype going into this season, but man, oh man, I'll tell you what, Uh, you know, nobody saw, I I mean, people are going to say, I told you this was coming. Listen, guys, temper your expectations. Slow your roll. Not that he isn't going to have a good season. Not that he isn't going to put up good numbers the rest of the season. Maybe he will. But I think we have to keep in mind that they were playing the Miami Dolphins. And the Miami Dolphins, I think, is going to be the Worst team in the NFL this year. I can't think of anybody. That's going to eat more bags of dicks than you're going to see at the Miami Dolphins. In fact, they sucked so bad. They almost cost me a friendship. I have a friend who's another comedian. Uh, and remember I said, comedians, we talk a lot of shit, but we tend to be a little thin skinned in reality. We're thin skinned We're actually very sensitive people. And that's why we develop the sense of humor. It's uh, a defensive mechanism. That's kind of the way that it's born for a lot of guys, not everybody, but for a lot of real comedians. And so, uh, so a buddy of mine that's in my league is a huge Miami Dolphins fan. And I, I just, okay so they were getting drubbed very early and this isn't even this is probably after you know about they're about three touchdowns down at this point and i just texted him. he's not part of our main text thread because of the fact that he's you know he's a very busy guy who uses phone a lot he asked not to be part i'm like fine i honor that so i just thought i'd reach out to him with just a little just a little you know a little all i said was hey when do the fins start playing that was all i said <laughs> which I thought was a pretty good singer, and I even followed it up with zing, you know, so you do, I'm just jo- joshing with you, oh my god he unloaded on me with the most personal, hateful shit you could ever imagined, like so incongruent with what was happening. But at the same time, I understood it because, you know, yeah, he's a huge fan. It's his team. And they weren't just getting beat. They were getting absolutely boofed. In front of, you know, on national te- – well, not national. The- obviously, it was not the national game. But, I mean, uh, right there in front of the world, just, I mean, in in the most dramatic, horrific fashion. And I touched the nerve. I touched the nerve. I'm a habitual line stepper. That's what I do. But, again, it's fantasy football. Shit talking got- And I didn't even think what I said was that. I was just kind of like, hey, your team's getting – but, boy, he- I mean, he said personal – Personal things. I am I've but at the same time I also knew in a few hours, once he calmed down, once it wore off, he would regret saying those things, and he and I would be able to reach an understanding. And that's exactly what happened. Sometimes we get really wrapped up in this, especially week one. Everyone's full of hope. You know, it's Christmas morning, you're unwrapping your presents like let's see what we got, you know. And he opened his and he didn't have a lung of coal. He had a box of steaming fucking shit. So but but guys, we have to remember this across the the board. It's just a game. And even when you're taking a beating, whether it's your fantasy team or whether it's your real team, you got to, guys, come on. At the end of the day, it's all should be in just good fun. And so, but he and I, we managed to work our way. We managed to hug it out via text and we got back on the right track. But I mean, really some of the most horrible things, he really attacked me personally. He attacked me professionally. He attacked me in every way that had nothing to do with football and um, said some really bad bad things. But at the end of the day, again, it's just a game. He realized that later. He apologized. I apologized. Maybe that, you know, I didn't think he would take it that badly. Uh, you know, it wasn't that late in the game. I thought he would see it for what it was. I thought he maybe, you know, maybe a go fuck yourself, something like that. But, whoo, ooh, he unloaded hard, boy. So guys, just remember, it's only a game. It's just a game. Now, I can say that because my Cowboys came out and dominated their game, baby. And not only did they dominate but uh my all three of my leagues I went 3 and 0 although it was scary down the wire okay because going into the final game, Houston at New Orleans, okay, I'm up on this guy by 45 points, okay? But he still has – Drew. I think I was up by 50 points. I was like up there around like uh, – I, I, I think I was near 140 and he was like – or 130 and he was at like 74. Like there was a huge disparity and the projections were all looking good, but – he had two guys I love that I fear, and I knew better than to gloat in advance. I was like, this is not over, because he had Drew Brees and DeAndre Hopkins. And good god damn, he rallied all the way back to take the lead by five points. He was leading, I think I think when he took over, it was 141 to 136. That's what it was. I had 136, and he had, like, 74 going into it. And then he came roaring. So I was up by, like, almost 50 points. And, of course, Drew Brees, DeAndre Hopkins, combined for over 50 points. And he came roaring back. So I'm down. Okay. So now I'm down by five points. Okay? And all I need... All I need in the final in the Denver Oakland game, sorry, the final game Denver Oakland. All I I have Emmanuel Sanders. Now I picked up Emmanuel Sanders and I played Emmanuel Sanders over D J Moore because to me D J Moore was a question mark, but Emmanuel Sanders every single year the guy just manages to somehow be productive, except last night. Okay. And this is what I love about fantasy football. Okay, here I am. All I need is five fucking points. Five fucking points. That's all I need. Okay, and it's in half-point PBR. All I need is like three good receptions. That's it for like 10 yards a piece, and I'm done. Okay? And this motherfucker flack... Of, first of all, let's just admit, Denver... Look like garbage, and I and in many ways I don't think this is the way it's going to be. They're figuring out a brand new system, brand new. They have an offensive coordinator who's never been an offensive coordinator. They have a head coach who's never been a head coach, and he's a defensive head coach in Vic Fangio, and he brings this guy over who's never fully called plays as an offensive coordinator. So you got two first timers right there. Not sure who the defensive coordinator is, but you figure Fangio is essentially, the, you know, the de facto defensive coordinator, regardless who he is a name. So you expect a big game out of that Denver defense, but you didn't know what you were going to get out of the offense. You got a crap game out of the defense, despite all of that talent. And listen, let's be honest. Oakland looked like a team so relieved, so just happy. And I'll say this. I think if Antonio Brown plays on Monday night, they lose that game. I think that he creates some, that energy just keeps them out of sorts, keeps them off bounds. He tries we've seen it when he try when a quarterback has to force the ball to somebody because they paid him a bunch of money and and it ends up throwing off the entire chemistry of the team. We saw a team that had chemistry that was motivated, and I'll bring this back to this. I was the guy, if you remember, I was the guy that said, Why does everybody doubt John Gruden? The last time he played, he took the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Are you cuckoo? Are you kidding me? He took the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, to the Super Bowl to play the team he had just left. So basically, he coached both teams to the Super Bowl. And that was the last time he played. He coached in the NFL. And now you're telling me you don't think this guy can get an incredible performance out of his team? You're crazy. I was all in on him, and he showed it last night. And he managed to build this team up and make him a winner. And another guy that I was excited about. And I tell you what, I was afraid it was just the Hard Knocks hype with, with Darren Waller. But I'm looking at him I'm like, this guy's going to be involved in. Sure enough, he got like, like I think he had nine receptions, something like that. Let's look it up. Scoring leaders, tight ends. Let's see what comes up. Where do we wind up with him, with my man? Let's see if we can find him here real quickly. Where is he, Darren Waller? They're not showing him to me. What's going on here? Do they already have? Oh, there he is. Darren Waller, seven receptions, 70 yards, 14 points. So, I mean, you add a TD to that, which he is going to get on a regular basis. I mean, he's fully integrated now. I mean, you got to go. You got to go with Darren Waller. And so I was excited to see him go. Of course, he was on my bench, but that doesn't matter. I am excited. So that game was a pretty incredible game. Obviously, I mean, a a, a very good game for uh, um, Alvin Kamara. If you had Alvin Kamara, uh, you might have been a little bit disappointed in the way that it all came down for him. He wound up with 97 yards, seven receptions for 72 yards. He never got a touchdown, but he wound up with 24 points. So, I mean, you look at that, and you're like, this is... Wait a minute. Did he get no touchdowns? I thought he got one. So, uh, well, but the thing that, that, that's going to scare you about that, even though that was a great performance, you know, uh, I, they brought in Latavius Murray, and Latavius Murray looked real good, and he was the one that got the touchdown. So, uh, you want to be uh, – t- I mean, that's a little scary. Chris Carson, here's a guy – okay, so anyways um, – so, but that one, I mean, it was the points bonanza we expected. Deshaun Watson, a guy. Okay. So then uh, in my comedians league, I was playing the guy that beat me in the semifinals of last year, Jay Hollingsworth. And he brought out, of course, Tom Brady. Listen to his team, though. This guy, he plays all Patriots. And it should not have worked last season. And yet somehow it worked. And yet, so he played, but consequently, he played Stony Michelle, which this is the problem with playing running backs. It turned out to be a, a very heavy James White night, which if you played James White, you were probably very happy with his overall production. But ultimately, um, let's see what the other what the last week's matchup was. I'm not saying at the moment, but anyway, so he plays all these damn... Okay, so he knocked me out. I had Deshaun Watson left to play, and Deshaun Watson came out and absolutely dominated the game, put up 30... Because he played Tom Brady, who put up 34 points, but Deshaun Watson came roaring back with 33 points. It was a hell of a game. Um... Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins came out, balled out, dropped those points on you. But guess what? There was Will Fuller. I was saying he was that WR2. If he can stay healthy, man, he's that WR2 that's going to give you WR1 production. He is that guy on the running side of the ball. I mean, it it was, uh, if you were expecting a big game out of Duke Johnson, Duke Johnson did very, very well. He looked pretty good, you know. Um but they did work in uh, the new guy that they had. So, you know, you're going to have to temper expectations uh, with him because Carlos Hyde, Carlos Hyde wound up getting more touches. He And Carlos Hyde ostensibly looked a lot better. And I know a lot of people were like, don't pick Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde is garbage. Well, I'm here to tell you, you might want to pick up Carlos Hyde because he may be seeing a lot more touches than Duke Johnson. To be honest, he looked more effective and they really, they plug they seem to be plugging him in a lot more than I think everybody expected. So those that's a dangerous situation got there with Latavius Murray and um uh, with Carlos Hyde. Denver at Oakland, Denver just a mess all over the place. Now, like like T J Hawkinson, obviously big fat storyline, r- huge numbers for Detroit. In fact, he I mean he made Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones Jr. two guys I did not buy in on even in this matchup. I'll tell you what in Daily Fantasy, I did buy in on him because Arizona's defense looked like a sieve. They looked like they were just letting like it was just an open border. Just everybody come on in. Not that I'm a g I am ai do not want a wall. I'm not a Trumper. I'm just saying it just looked like it was just like hey you know in but they came out they tightened up in the fourth quarter and they actually managed to 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 put the wood to them so uh, and they, those were guys in daily fantasy that I was like oh play some play some Detroit Lions they got this sweet matchup against Arizona well Arizona came out and they show what they can do and uh, and ultimately Detroit did not look very good carry on Johnson another guy I was not big on and sure enough he came out laid an egg is he going to improve? Uh, baby It's tough to say. Um, Let's keep going. Green Bay versus Chicago, obviously total dog. Again, first game, first thing. I think everything about that's going to be different. Chicago's defense still did deliver the points, but I gambled. I didn't play them. I played Seattle versus Cincinnati, and they did exactly what I expected them to do, get those turnovers, get that money, and they they helped me win that game. i lose that game if not for the Seattle defense. Um, And that's the one in my league of record where I, I unfortunately played Baker Mayfield over. Uh, Tom Brady. So uh, a little bit, uh, but that's the thing about a well-built team. You can overcome mistakes with a well-built team. Um, Los Angeles, and Carolina. Listen, guys. I know Malcolm Brown is a very uh, popular waiver wire pickup for this week. Don't do it. Do not get sucked into it, Malcolm. This was just stratagem. It was just you know misdirection. Nobody expected them. They were expecting them to do a dump off pass in the corner. Instead, they handed him the ball because they took Todd Gurley. Out that has now been exposed. Teams are absolutely going to play that if Malcolm Brown is in the game. Do not expect him to see any increase in production. I think they were just warming up Todd Gurley. I think they were protecting him, getting him going. Now there will be some spells. Obviously, if you uh, if you backed him up with Daryl Henderson, I think you can let Daryl Henderson go. And if you're handcuffing him, that's what he is right now. Malcolm Brown, solid handcuff. But if you're picking him up off the waiver wire. Expecting him to vulture two touchdowns a game, you cuckoo. Because that shit is not going to happen over and over again. Don't count on it. Um, Carolina, obvious, oh my God. You know what they reminded me of? They reminded me of David Johnson's season uh, a few years ago. Like his big breakout season when he was the offense. Everything was David Johnson. The catching, the running, everything. I mean, David. Uh, I mean, Christian McCaffrey essentially made the rest of the offense pretty much Useless, Pretty much uh, uh, just a non-factor. You know, I mean, in the receiving game, DJ Moore didn't do much. I mean, he got you nine points, but that's not what you expect to have. Curtis Samuel didn't do much. Nobody else did much. Greg, it was all, Chris. even Cam Newton stunk. He had a t- his worst day ever. But Christian McCaffrey put the money in the bank. And in fact, if we look at Christian McCaffrey, he was number one overall 120 yards rushing, two TDs, 10 receptions for 81 yards. 43 points in the bank. I mean, God damn, you just can't do better than that. I mean, and I, and and talk about we're, we're seeing like some teams that you're going to see some, that's not indicative of the rest of the season. I think with Christian McCaffrey, it is absolutely indicative of the rest of the season. And as I said, I mean, to me, he was the number two. For me, it was Alvin Kamara coming out number one, Christian McCaffrey number two, uh, because I felt he had less of a supporting cast. But right now, it looks like if he can stay healthy, Christian McCaffrey is going to walk away or I should say run. <laughs> He's going to run away with number one overall this season, and then the guy that uh, I, you know, Alvin Kamara, and then the guy I picked up, Saquon Barkley, who looked great initially in that game versus my delicious Dallas Cowboys. Then the Cowboys made some adjustments excuse me, made some adjustments, tightened, betting down the hatches, shut that shit down. In reality, the Giants were throwing the ball too much. They should have just kept getting it to Saquon the whole time, but for some reason, they thought they were a passing team, and in fact, they're just a losing team. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> Uh That's uh, what's the name gave me that Joe Eberline gave me that one. I love it. So, moving on, Tennessee versus Cleveland. Okay, in one of my leagues. Uh, One of my first-time guys, it's my family and friends league, one of my oldest friends, Jeff Hudson, uh, he had in the Tennessee defense. And I said, go pick up the Ravens defense off the waiver wire, and you play that Ravens defense. Now, while that turned out to be semi-true, and the Ravens defense had a phenomenal day, guess who was the only defense to outscore these guys? Uh, Tennessee. Uh, It was absolutely bonkers. Tennessee Titans, 23 points. Shockingly, it says the Niners were number one. I'm going to have to look into that. Niners, one of those games that I didn't actually watch, but we all know Tampa Bay did shit the bed. So, and this thing, like, I watch all the games except the ones on during the Cowboys game. So, a lot of times during the week, I got to go back and rewatch those games. Haven't had a chance to do it yet. So, but I guess San Francisco's defense just went to town on Tampa Bay. And this is a Bruce Arians team. And again, this is some another team that I don't think week one is indicative of the rest of the season. But those Tennessee Titans coming out roaring. They had five sacks, three interceptions, one uh, uh, one touchdown. I mean, they, they just went to town on these guys. And it looks like San Francisco defense actually got two TDs too. I mean, um, so uh, one safety, they got a safety on them. So, I mean, the Tennessee Titans, if my buddy, okay, so my buddy was playing this uh, my cousin's team who'd been Uh, crowing because he had Lamar Jackson, but that's all he had. The rest of his team kind of shit the bed. He had one other great player. I forgot who it was. It may have been McCaffrey, but he had somebody else that balled out. And, uh, oh, no, Eckler. He had Eckler. So he had Lamar Jackson and Eckler. Everybody else, garbage, okay? So Koala's Jeff team comes roaring back, have a great game, and and they ended up losing by .7. Less than a point, one of those incredibly tough, painful, right out of the gate. He had his foot, which again, and and so I feel responsible because if he played the Tennessee defense, think about this, Tennessee versus Cleveland or the Ravens versus Miami. Who do you think? I mean, to me, it was, it's a lock. And if I would just left well enough alone, he might've won that game. He would have won the game. So it's on me, and I apologize, Jeff Hudson. Sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> Back to the games. Uh, Cleveland, and again, again, this is one of those games where I think for Tennessee, you got a real glimpse of who they are. And with Cleveland, let's be honest, they needed a reality check. This is the punch in the mouth that they needed. This is a heat check. They just needed it. It's like, hey, guys, slow your roll. Focus on football, and to be honest, my heart was kind of feeling that might be the case because when you look at the offseason, Baker Mayfield's crushing beers, doing commercials, it looked like he was doing everything but focusing on football. I feel like they were like once they signed OBJ, they just were like, "We got it, guys," and they kind of laid off the they laid they laid off the gas. And you know, again, Nick Chubb, I was saying I didn't want to say it would be Connor. It, you know, again, maybe I don't think this is the Pittsburgh team we I don't think it's indicative of their season just yet either but when we look at Nick Chubb big fat disappointment Um, let's see if we can find him on here Nick Chubb there he is your 24th ranked RB 75 yards three catches for 10 yards 11 and a half points no bueno. Now, does that mean he's going to suck the rest of the season? Maybe not. It may actually be Connor. One of the, somebody's going to be the bust, and it might be it might be Connor. I didn't think it would be, but that that Pittsburgh team. You know what? It just shows. You know, as much as you want to say you can replace. You know, I talked about this. How we've seen wide receiver two step into the one position, and all of a sudden they struggle. Uh, and we saw that with uh, with with. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. It finally came to fruition this week. He struggled. He absolutely struggled. And and you saw James Washington and the other guy were, getting, were doing much better because they, he was struggling with wide receiver one coverage. We saw this with Tyler Boyd, and we saw it again with Tyler Boyd. Guess who was the guy who did great over there in Cincinnati? John Ross. Why? Because all the real coverage was on Tyler Boyd, and John Ross is a speedster, and he managed to get open. He's a guy you want to pick up off the waiver wire this week. John Ross, Jameson Crowder, Hollywood Brown, AP, Madison, TJ Hawkinson. Okay. Uh, Moving on, Kansas City, Jacksonville. Listen, I thought Jacksonville was really the defense was going to come out and get, and listen, they punished. Listen, they punished. Punished Mahomes. And I think the hits they put on him, these are going to pay dividends down the road. I think Mahomes may, I mean, you can't take a beating like that every single week. Jacksonville hurt this guy. They had him limping. And I just, I'm telling you, a cumulative injury. I think this is something that, that you might see slow Mahomes down later down the season, the long season. And he took a fucking beating. Foles. Got knocked out, and ultimately. But listen, I I don't even can't even say that that's why they lost the game. Because I gotta tell you, I like this Minshew guy. This Minshew guy came in, and the kid balled out. The kid was a fucking baller. It was very exciting. I was all in on that. I was very excited about that. Um, So I like Minishu, actually, and I like Jacksonville's chances with Minishu. They needed to get Leonard Fournette going, and I don't feel they do that. But I also feel the Kansas City defense showed you that they're back. They're a very good defense, and they're a defense you might consider as a streaming option going forward. So we'll see about Jacksonville. We'll see about Leonard Fournette. He was my bounce back player of the year. I feel like they didn't, you know, I feel like it was kind of a preseason game for him. I don't feel like he really got going the way we needed him to get going. I want to see more out of him. Don't close the book on him just yet. Baltimore and Miami. Listen, Baltimore was everything you wanted them to be. I mean, but again, we have to temper it, but I had said I wanted Mark Ingram. I wasn't able to get him in any of my leagues and I was watching him just do exactly what I thought he was going to do. But again, Week 1 against Miami Now they got a, a, what seems like A good matchup against Arizona But Arizona's a team that kind of caught fire There in the in the last quarter of the game And then began to show you What they might be We'll we'll see I mean they might be a tougher challenge Going into this week Um, Let me see Baltimore uh, Yeah and Miami <sighs> I don't know what to say about Miami Fuck them I mean, just drop. I don't know. We'll see if they can improve. It was a really horrific day for them. Maybe they bounce back. Maybe let's not close the book on them, but you can, you can turn the page. I have Kellen Bellage. I'm not sure I'm going to keep him. I'm going to hold on to him for now. I don't think they, they use their talent right. Atlanta and Minnesota. Atlanta. Oh my God! Again, this is again. I don't know that we're necessarily seeing what the whole season's going to be like for Atlanta. I don't know that we saw that. Uh, I again not, don't close the book. I don't even think you turn the page. Uh, Devontae Freeman. I think you saw the Minnesota defense is back though. They struggled last year. They're back this year. They they put the the Kai They put the hammer. They put the hammer down on Atlanta, um, but again, that's this brings me back to the oh, you can get Matt Ryan and he's gonna be a there, there, there you go. You, guess what? You lost. You lost. Why? Because of Matt Ryan. Minnesota, though, Kirk Cousins showing that he is a, a he's a QB two. That's, you know, it was the, I mean, it was the Dalvin Cook show, which again, I am I know Dalvin Cook is explosive, but I don't buy in on him. Why? Because how many more games does he have in him before he gets injured, which we already saw with Darius Geis. And I thought Geis would last longer than, 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 uh, than Cook. But no, oh no, Cook came out on fire, but I'm telling you, pick up Madison now. If the if they don't have him handcuffed, you go get him. Cause I just, he he looks fantastic. He's so great, but he, I don't, I, I don't know. Him and guys, those are the two paper mache needs. I don't trust them. And with guys, it was the other knee. It's not even the one that he had fixed. Atlanta, Minnesota. Minnesota, I mean, that was really the guy that, I mean, Thielen still was productive. He was what you wanted him to be. Stephon Diggs did nothing. Um, but again, I think that that, I mean, the Dalvin Cook thing, uh, we'll, see. We'll, we'll see how this plays out. But that Madison kid is back up. He only played a couple snaps, but he looked fantastic. Uh, Buffalo and New Jersey, I mean, at the, at the Jets, I mean, listen, Buffalo... Hey, listen, uh, you know, the, the arm showed up. He finally showed up at the end. But it, I, I was hoping it would be Zay Jones. It's not Zay Jones. I forgot who the receiver is, but there was the one receiver that, that is going to be the guy. And it's not Beasley. Um, I forgot who it was, but that's going to be their guy in Buffalo. Uh, that's the guy that I would look for. Let's see if we got a Buffalo. If we, uh, John Brown, John Brown. Sorry about that, John Brown. He's the guy. Seven receptions, 123 yards, one touchdown. It makes sense. I thought it was going to be Zay Jones. It is John Brown. That rocket arm that they've got. If he's available in your league, you pick him up off your waiver wire. John Brown. He's going to be the deep threat, and that's this guy's got a cannon. John Brown runs those speed routes. It, it just makes sense. Uh let's see. Uh Washington and Philadelphia. Philadelphia came alive, and I think that's what I mean Washington they had their shot. Case Keenum looked really good in the first half, uh, as Case Keenum is prone to do, but they blew that game entirely. I wanted to beat those lousy Eagles. But Carson Wentz showed up at the end, and he put up those points. It reminded me of like a classic when Jameis Winston used to uh, come on strong in the very last quarter of the game. It reminded me of that, Jameis Winston. I, I don't know if it's coming back around for Jameis Winston. Um, but again, Geis is gone. AP is probably out there. If you, I said hold on to AP because Geis is going to get hurt. I didn't think it would happen this fast, but I sure hate being right all the time. Um, and, of course, Deshaun Jackson, a guy I was not in on, but this was a revenge game, uh, and which nobody paid attention to. I missed that as well. He came out, balled out. Will that be the same every week? I think one of those per week. He, he's always going to be that guy that gets one big, deep ball per week, uh, and that's what I think you're going to get. Washington, geez, just, I don't know, put that team in the garbage. I think you, turned the, you closed the book on Washington. Indianapolis at Jacksonville, at, 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 excuse me, at the Chargers. Listen, k- kudos to Indianapolis for putting up a game. And kudos for those who still rolled the dice on T.Y. Hilton. And t- this is where auto-draft comes into play because auto-draft, it's emotionless. He, was, he fell in a lot of drafts, even though he was still had a very high ranking. And auto-drafters are the guys that usually wound up with him. And he turned out and balled out for you against a very strong... This is a defense of daily fantasy. I thought this defense was going to ball out. I thought they were a good bargain. And so I had played the Chargers. Now... Let's talk about Austin Eckler, the number two running back on the weekend. Huge, huge numbers for Austin Eckler. And I, I listen, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it, he, but this is who I thought he could be last year, and he wasn't, and he came out, proved me and the doubters wrong, good on you, and if anything, you made Melvin Gord's holdout look a little, little more meaningless. You took a lot of steam out of that holdout. If you had played bad, and for those of us who were managed to pick up Justin Jackson, you kind of marginalized him as well, clearly now Eckler's the man. Is he going to put up this kind of number every single week? I don't know. He showed the potential yesterday. I, he, might be, he might be this year's James Connor it might be Austin Eckler um moving on uh so you know and again this is another one Philip Rivers let's see where Philip Rivers wound up in the thing this is one of those ones where everyone's like oh you can go late and you, he was top 10 he gave you 24 points so I mean that's pretty good um so not not great but not bad very still you probably won if you if you started with him and I would have expected him to do better because again I thought Indianapolis but the Indianapolis defense they came out and played with heart They really did. Detroit and Arizona, working their way into a tie. Only Detroit could blow a lead like that. What dumbasses. But I think it was really more attributable to the fact that Arizona, they found their stride. They figured it out. They came together in the fourth quarter. Kyler Murray came alive. And I was, at the beginning, I was like, told you, Kyler Murray, I told you the NFL defense is too fast. Oh, I was crowing away. But then in the fourth quarter, that kid just keeps slinging the ball. If you have Kyler Murray, you're, you're going to be very, I mean, you can, he's like Drew Brees. You can at least count on him to keep slinging. Uh, Detroit. Matthew Stafford was a disappointment. Uh, you know, everybody on that team, with the exception of T.J. Hawkinson, was it? A, and you know, T.J. Now he was one of those guys. I, I took a wait and see on. It wasn't that I didn't believe in him. I wanted to wait and see, just like with Noah Fant. And I'll tell you something else with Fant. We saw them try and get him really involved in Denver. The story is yet to be told on Noah Fant. He might be really interesting, but clearly T.J. Hawkinson might be the focal point of this offense. But again, week one. Let's see. Now, now the news is out. Out. Now defenses are gonna be keying on him. He ain't gonna be able to slip right out like that without anybody noticing. So keep your eyes. Let's see how this translates into the rest of the season. Arizona, I picked up and played uh Pat uh Fitzpatrick, Larry Fitz, Fitzgerald, Larry Fitzgerald. And I played him because I was like, if this offense does work, the beneficiary has got to be Larry Fitzgerald. And God bless it if I wasn't right. Woo! Down that stretch, a couple of big bombs, got that touchdown. I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. And it was not Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald. Although Christian Kirk got some balls, too. He got some looks. He got some stuff done. He's not irrelevant, but it looked like Larry Fitzgerald. Of course, my Dallas Cowboys, Rick rolling them New York Jets, never going to give you up, never going to let you down, never going to run around and hurt you. It was fantastic. Uh, Tampa Bay, again, Ronald Jones seems to be the guy there. It isn't going to be Peyton Barber, but we got to see if they can get it together. That was a horrible, I mean, they made San Francisco look fucking fantastic. But listen, San Fran, it was, it was their day. Their, and really, they did it with defense more than anything else. And now, you know, Tevin Coleman's got an ankle thing. Uh, so it looks like Matt Breda is now going to be the guy. So if, you, if he's out there, grab Matt Breda off the waiver wire. New England at the Patriots, obviously Tommy Brady-Pittsburgh. Week 1, baby. Week 1, I think Pittsburgh rebounds. I think Connor rebounds. I think Juju rebounds. I think Ben rebounds. I think the whole team rebounds. Vance McDonald gave you, what, a bagel? He pulled a full Blutarski, boy. Thank God I was up against him. And that helped me win the game. So listen, guys. Pick up Jameson Crowder, Hollywood Brown, Antonio Madison, John Brown, TJ Hawkinson. Just these guys. They're the ones you want to go, go out there and get Matt Breda. If he's out there. Uh, and that's it. You guys, Ronald Jones, if he's on the waiver for some reason, get Ronald Jones and that's it. You guys. Thank you. This has been the week one recap, recap, utterly remarkable. I'm Greg Romero Wilson. This is fantasy football. Hush reality.